Good morning. Welcome back to the interactive session. We are at the fifth and final day. It's been wonderful. It's been, in fact, unbelievable how much God has done. The encounters, the testimonies already have been so outstanding, and we just give God all the glory. Amen. I'm happy to be here with my pastors again. I have Pastor Femi. You're welcome, Pastor Jeff. Pastor Bukumi and Pastor James, you're all welcome this morning. Um, so yesterday, as, as usual, we had two messages. Uh, the morning session was by Pastor Emeka uh, Iguchuku, and uh, the evening session was our daddy, Reverend Oyegoke. So this morning, I'm going to go to Pastor James, just because of time. I'm going to ask you, not to give a summary, but I'm going to ask you just off of Pastor Emeka's message. You know, he talked about... If I could summarize it, he talked about Christ being the blessing of God. He said Christ is spiritual. Christ is the blessing from the blessed one. You know that scripture that talks about how um, God um, has blessed us with all spiritual blessings, right? So I want you to just kind of give us uh, maybe just an expose on what you got from that um, message as Christ being the blessing that we have received from God. Praise God. Amen. Um, that, uh, thank you so much, uh, Pastor Emeka, uh, for that uh, glorious message yesterday. It truly blessed all of us. Um, Christ, Christ, <laughs> Christ, Christ. Um, to me, uh, it's like Christ is, I, I, when I think about, you know, it says this in the scripture, in Proverbs chapter 8, I was the first of his works. Mm. Mm from the beginning. Mm. Christ is the fabrication of God. Mm -hmm. God fabricated Christ, mm. uh, the first of his works, the, the only begotten son. Uh, and so it, that means that everything, and the Bible now says also that all things were made by him, right? Mm -hmm. uh, John chapter one, where he yeah. says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Uh, and in our verse three now says, all things were made by him. So it means, it means God, fabricated Christ and everything else was made by that Christ. Mm. And so it means that if you get that Christ, mm. you have been blessed. Mm. Mm. You have gotten the source of the creation. Mm. Even though that, that's the Christ, but then God fabricated Christ. That's his son, his mm. only begotten son. Mm. So I think it's deep. And you know, I, the scripture says uh, in Revelation chapter 1 verse 1 that it says the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show unto his servants. Mm -hmm. It means God blessed him mm -hmm. and he has become our blessing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Pastor James. So if you don't have um, Christ as your possession, as a blessing, you have nothing. Is that song that Mommy Helen sang on the 31st, that Pastor mm -hmm. Emeka sang again, that if you, if you have not Christ and you have all mm -hmm. things, mm -hmm. you are not blessed, you, yeah, have, no. you have nothing. Um, yeah. I'm going to go to Pastor Femi now. Just another thing that Pastor Emeka touched on that I thought was so important, and I think this area might be a bit of a, would I say, confusion for some people. Pastor Emeka, he verbatim, he said, if you plan your life, it is ungodliness. That's a hard saying, right? Yeah. Eat my flesh, drink my yeah. blood. <laughs> you know, it's something. It's a hard, hard thing yes. to hear, right? If you yeah. plan your life, that is ungodliness. That huh. is sin. Yes. Um, you know, 
we are trained to plan our lives. Yes. In fact, growing up, people ask you, what is your five-year plan? Mm -hmm. What is your 10-year plan? You know, very depressing question. <laughs> and then, but also saying don't plan your life is, is depressing as well, yeah. because what should I do? Yeah. So what do you understand by planning your life is ungodliness? What does that mean to you? Um, thank you very much. And thank you, Pastor Mika, for yesterday's ministration. Uh, we're really blessed. Yeah. Extremely blessed. Yes. Um, you know, I, I, I tell some of my, so we discuss amongst ourselves sometimes that one of the hardest uh, scriptures to obey is take no thought for your life. Mm. Uh, because we have been wired to think. But like we said yesterday, the nature that is generating the thoughts mm. <laughs> is from another kingdom. Mm. Again, until Christ has been formed in us. Mm. You know, so when a man is making plan, why why it is ungodly for you to make plan in that sense is because the where plan is coming from, <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> the where that plan is coming <laughs> from, <laughs> let us judge it, <laughs> because <laughs> so there, there's there's a nature in us that devil puts that naturally generates information for us. Mm. You get. So when I'm making plans, I can't, you can't tell me, when I sit down to make plans for myself, I can't tell you that that plan is from God. Yeah. You get? So when Jesus Christ now said, take no thought for your life, he wants us to defeat that nature that is suggesting things to us. Yes. You get? That nature has to be quietened for us to actually live that life of Christ out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a man can, can plan his life, mm -hmm. but you know that even your life has been written out before the foundation of the earth. Mm. Yes, everything has been written out. It has been written out. It is, it is made clear. Yes. So when you plan it out, are you, where, where is that plan coming from? Mm. Is it from what has been written mm. or a vision that carnality mm. is painting before us? Yes. You understand? Mm. So definitely a man will not plan, not plan his life by himself and also align with God's plan that he wrote from the beginning of the earth. Mm. It's, it's, an it's going to be an opposite path, mm -hmm. yeah, because the, the, where the information of your own plan is coming from is not from God, but God already has his own plan. That's why he, he, Pastor Mika says, he said, give us our daily bread. Mm -hmm. So every day, God should be giving you information mm -hmm. for daily living, mm -hmm. you get. And every information given for daily living is enough energy to overcome the evil for the day. So he now said, take no thought for your life. You know, he said, <laughs> the, I, is that scripture again, um, that enough evil. Yeah, sufficient of the day. So you know, I'll think about it. I, I don't even want, if I don't have enough information to even deal with the evil of today. That's so much pressure <laughs> to now deal yes. with the evil of tomorrow. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? And another one is that, does man even mm. have, you know, Reverend was saying something yesterday. He said, do not hewn a rock from the tool of man. Yes. That when you hewn it from wow. the tool of man, mm. so I will not, it's unacceptable. My God. Do you unfit? Yes. So what actually plans our life is revelation. Yes. Mm. Yes. yes. So don't plan your life. Depend on revelation <laughs> to live out life. Mm. Yes. Wow. Because when, you know, when I was talking, when I was thinking, when Reverend was talking about that, um, tool of men, I was thinking of rudiments of this world, mm -hmm. philosophy of men, mm -hmm. the thoughts, even some things that we were taught in school. Mm -hmm. 
do you get? Once I bring it, use it to, um, I apply, maybe your Lord reveals something to me, and I bring rudiments of this world to plan it out, mm. or philosophy mm. of this world. It's not an accident. No matter Spongy. how big mm -hmm. the thing comes out, no matter how popular the thing ends up becoming, or, or something, no matter how, how, how much good results to the world it looks, God will look at it and it is not acceptable to him. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So obviously, my, uh, the, instrument or, uh, the instrument we have mm. cannot, it cannot align into God's plan. Yeah. So that's why a man should depend on revelation every single day yeah. to live out his life instead of making plans for his life. Mm. It's a very hard decision because yeah. it's by normal, me sitting down alone, early in the morning, even trying to pray, Mm. Thoughts are crossing my mind for the day. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've already think calculations are coming, yeah. and the Holy Ghost have to come and help you to shut down some calculations mm. for you to actually connect with God mm. for the day. Yeah, mm -hmm. praise God. Can I just add that Thanks. something? Uh, maybe two things. Too. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, first of all, I, I see um, <coughs> to think about this practically because yes. this is a very very practical right. question <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> Yeah. It's a question where it's as if it's almost impossible to mm. tally yes. what is written yeah. with the reality. Yeah. Okay, yeah. don't plan my life. What kind of a thing is that? Yes. <laughs> okay. It yes. doesn't. It seems opposite to practical living. Mm. Yes. Uh, but I think it. Uh, there's an underlying problem that is there. It's just there uh, by virtue of ignorance mm -hmm. yeah. over time, and and it has to do with how I think in Christianity there has been an Incom incomplete or uh, an unsound understanding of what leading mm -hmm. is, how God leads, and also uh, the way peop most people uh, view leading of God or God's planning for you or God speaking to you is mostly in terms of maybe just praying and then you hear something or you pray, God, what should I do? And then you, you have a dream. An idea or something like that, or God, a small voice speaking to you, my son, now in the next five years, go and do this. Then, and it's because of, um, I guess, in a, at a level, God speaks that way because that's the only way He can get to us. So, literally, He can't, the only way God can help our soul is to speak to our bodies. Come into our brain at night and create a dream <laughs> or do something, right? Yeah. Um, but the thing is, this, but that instruction in Scripture will begin to be more practical and practicable when our understanding of leading becomes mm -hmm. more robust mm -hmm. in the sense that we, are, we, are, we understand that leading primarily is about, should come from deep counsel yes. on the inside of a heart that is constantly, that is fueled from riches mm -hmm. of judgment yes. within the heart of a man. God is not, I don't think God's vision for men is to have robots where he just says, mm -hmm. do this now, remote mm -hmm. control, and then you do it. I believe when you read the, the, the character of the scripture, it's more like God wanting to put how he thinks inside you. Yes. You get so yes. when he's saying take no thought, he's talking about your own thought. Yes. yes. Oh Do not yes. take your own your thought own for your life. Your life. But yes. it's very clear that you, the whole New Testament is about certain thoughts yes. you should begin yes. to take. Yes. Yes. Right? The thoughts of Christ, he yes. said that the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto us that we should live righteously, yes. soberly, 
godly where yes. in this are those how do you read right are those not thoughts yes. how do you live righteously they are thoughts yes, soberly they are thoughts yes. godly so it's yes. not uh, that is not just saying take no thought it says it's about what kind of thoughts yes. are you taking yes. yes so they are righteous thoughts yes. they are godly thoughts yes. they are sober, sober thoughts. thoughts and all those thoughts they generate those thoughts really in the realm of christ they don't usually come as my son go and do this yes. <laughs> my daughter yeah. here is the next plan yeah. Yeah. usually it comes is a culture yeah. of the soul yeah. and how much of riches of understanding has sat in your heart then i think in our prayer meeting um a huge focus was on of coming into fullness meaning that you accumulate righteousness yeah. Yeah plus righteousness and then coming into judgment and judgment yes. is the balancing out of righteousness yes. that produces what to do yes. at a particular time yes. and so when so the answer to this this thing is really the riches mm -hmm. of God's judgment yes. on the inside that now begins to inform a man on what to do so that way you can that is the, to me that is the filter that mm. you may, can make you look into tomorrow yeah. without the evil yes then look into the days without the evil that is mm. that is accompanying with the day and um an, another thought uh was about um praise the lord mm. i forgot the other thing i went to say maybe i'll remember yeah. <laughs> you remember praise yes. god thank Amen. you pastor Amen. femi Amen. thank you pastor jeff um as as you both received sorry can i just okay, uh, yes, yeah because i think it's important yes please um it's it's about a uh, an approach to how we generally see things okay um mainly with respect to even walking for god mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and walking with god because mm -hmm. sometimes that's where the greatest errors are made mm -hmm. in the some of the ev biggest evils in the world in the history of the world have been done in the name of god yeah some of the greater atrocities and all that because of the strength of maybe religious righteous zeal mm -hmm. and passion mm -hmm. so yes <laughs> so and one of the things we also seen from our prayer meeting is mm -hmm. the tendency for men to elevate specific outcomes naturally mm -hmm. above process, process yes. Yes. and we see that's where the evil usually is maybe you hear god said go and do this now and you take, okay, God said this to me, so in five years I must do this. Mm -hmm. And you now go and in that, between now and five years, you do all kinds of things. You cheat people, you mm -hmm. steal, you, you, do, you misrepresent things, you exaggerate things, mm -hmm. just because oh, God <laughs> said he wants to, to do this. Yeah. This is the will of God. Mm -hmm. The same thing, I think those guys who did many, many mighty works in his name and came to present to him mm -hmm. and said, God is like, no, I'm not a God of specific outcome mm -hmm. even though I might be the one who said do it yes. but I am bigger than any outcome mm -hmm. right that to him is more about the processes mm -hmm. yes. right and so in our lives when we are focused more on the process mm -hmm. we will not be trying to mold our lives to fit certain ideas but rather we'll be conscious of how are we aligning to the revealed righteousness yes. of God every day every day yes so. praise God Hallelujah. thank you so much pastor Jeff um, you know, as you were speaking, something came to my mind. It's just that thing of you have to live a revealed life. Yes. You know, Pastor Mecca said something. He said that the gates of hell will not <laughs> prevail against a church yes. or even a soul ah. that is living out the revealed life. Yeah. Right? You know, um, I, I think one of the reasons that people tend to plan or love planning is 
because of a confidence that yeah. gives to them but your sufficiency has to be of the lord you know because satan cannot pre prevail against your confidence in god but your your plans that you've made in the flesh mm. you, they're just spirits they will eat your plans yeah. you know and tear you apart amen 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 i was i'm going to go back to you again uh -huh. <laughs> i think i've spoken to okay <laughs> okay i will go back to you okay. i'll go I'll go to Pastor Bukumi now, actually. I'm sorry. Um, Pastor Bukumi, uh, Reverend said a lot of things last night, right? <laughs> Reverend said a lot of things last night. I think maybe we can just start from the beginning part. Um, he said something about, and I think this kind of ties into just, you know, the tangent that Pastor Jeff was on. He said, uh, don't use faith towards God to escape dealings that the faith of the son is bringing. Mm. He said, there are instructions in the faith of the son to teach you how to use faith towards God, mm. because you don't let mm. go of that faith toward God yeah. mm. just because you have graduated mm. yeah. into the faith of the son. Right? Yes. But you know, without wisdom, you know, without skill, you can evade the sword. <laughs> you can evade the dealings <laughs> that the Lord is yeah. bringing, we'll you know, with <laughs> your yes, faith. So I want you to just speak a little bit to that, you know, because people tend to do that. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I also yeah. want, there's another thought that's coming, and I know that a lot of people think about this too. There's that, that, that thing of maybe evading the sword of God with your faith towards God, but then there's another weird thought that I find sometimes people in Word of Righteousness have, where it's like they feel like they always have to be abasing, that when maybe abundance comes or provision or there's a little enjoyment in their lives, they freak out and it's like, are you sure it's God that's bringing this thing to me? Like, <laughs> like life is not supposed to be good. I'm supposed to be suffering all the time. I'm supposed to be in the wilderness. <laughs> you know, so, um, can you just maybe bring out some balance and wisdom to people? Oh, man. Thoughts are like that, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that question. Uh, it's actually a very easy question because I, I was picking a thought from what was the answer there and I think it fits into this as well. Mm. Um, what I was picking as you know, Pastor Jeff and uh, Pastor Kim was speaking or we were you know, talking was uh, the, the underlying uh, design of how uh, the underlying design of God that God has laid from the beginning when it comes to how to live. Mm. Right? And and I was, as Pastor Nika was speaking, I was, what I was thinking when you mentioned, don't plan your life, and planning your life is ungodly. And I began to see that in, when God created things in the beginning, he never created a life that should be lived outside faith. Mm -hmm. That's true. There was, God didn't create, the, the, the original design is that every life mm -hmm. was actually flow. Wow from the faith yes. of God. Mm. But, it's not, it, but it's not still faith towards God. Mm. Right? But when I say faith, I'm talking about the actual of faith faith. of the Son. Mm. Right? Yes. Uh, because that one is different from faith towards God. Yeah. Now, what really, really caused us to start learning faith towards God, really, mm. is as a result of deficiency of judgment in the soul. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying that is, you know, the wisdom that has trained us uh, right from the beginning, trained us to live in a certain way. Mm -hmm. 
one of the ways it, it's, it's teaching us is actually lead against faith. Mm. So the, the original design of how to live. Mm. So it, it taught us how to live against that. So when we run our life normally, it's just against faith. Mm. Mm. Now, as part of God's redemption, right, he had to introduce something to actually stop us from where we are journeying to, mm -hmm. to turn us back. So I'm seeing faith towards God really as a tool. God is using to actually just rearrange mm -hmm. where you are positioned. Mm -hmm. It's not really, it's not meant mm. for movement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? So let's just say in our journey, faith towards God is meant to just re re give us a new orientation mm -hmm. yeah. about where we are facing. Where we are facing. Right, so we are facing this way. Faith of faith towards God is just turned this way. So that now begins to teach us a different life that we live. How? Because if you have to give faith towards God, you have to believe God yes, for, yes. for 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 your bread. Just yeah. put that way. You have to believe God for for supply. Yes. yes. Mm. Right. Yeah. Even though, if if we look at it really, 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 although you know, there's still emphasis on. Whatever you say will have whatsoever, yes. right? But if we look, if you look at it really, 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 if we check it well, the real what it's actually teaching is to depend on God mm -hmm. for mm. supply. Mm. Yes, mm. that's what it's teaching. Then one of the ways we now began to use it, right, is okay. We trust God for <laughs> this. We trust God for that, and God would answer mm. because. He knows where we are. He knows that, okay, right now, even because of our state, mm. we, we, we can't ascertain a judgment beyond that. Yes. Mm -hmm. right? So then God now begins to allow that to happen for a while. Yes. Now, because of the wrong information, because when we get born again and we're learning that faith, not everything is not all right inwardly. Everything is not all right. Yeah. Which means, uh, even though we are, uh, there, is, there is something that is informing how we live, mm -hmm which determines how we actually apply judgment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to things, we, we think, okay, God, give me this, God, give me that, then that begins to happen. Then over time, I was, I'm trying to speed up quickly. Over time, we gain a sense of, uh, I can have whatever I have. This, no, just, we, are, we are so bold in that. But it's, that one doesn't really teach us how to live. Mm -hmm. But it's just there to take us how to depend on God for supply. Mm -hmm. Now, the supply of what now will begin to come, which will now uh, give us movement in the mm -hmm. spirit. Mm -hmm. Now, that which will now cause movement is the fate of, of the, the soul. soul. Yeah. Right? Because that's the one that, that imparts grace for to start taking mm -hmm. steps yeah. away from perdition. Mm -hmm. So when that begins to happen, God now begins to give us Teach, teach us righteousness, just uh, from uh, Pastor Jeff's thought, and if you can see you know, just that wisdom to pick from there, begin to teach us righteousness. Mm -hmm. And when we get to learn righteousness, after a while, it, uh, we accumulate so much righteousness and riches, mm -hmm. it gets to a place of judgment. Mm -hmm. Now, judgment, like I said, is the way in balance, mm -hmm. which will now begin to instruct us on the right way to live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, this one, you, you are not permitted according to the life of God. Before you were, but yeah. because you've, you've come to know that that one, you are not permitted. Yes. Because as you are accumulating righteousness, yeah. there are changes that is beginning yeah. to cause awareness in the soul mm. to begin to learn certain things that should not be. Mm. And that is why God raised, no, no, is 
taking us through that route. Now, quickly to move to the second question because of time. Mm -hmm. You know, when people feel that, okay, because good things are coming now, there's a problem. One thing that, because that thought I was actually thinking about in a, a while during the course of the week. <laughs> and then I realized that what happens is because of the debt inside mm. and lack of judgment still, mm. we begin to even judge righteous things wrongly. Mm. And one of the major problems is religion. Mm. Yes. 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 Right? So the, a religious mind would just turn one way. I want to just obey. I don't just obey this. And while focusing on this, is already disobeying many other things, <laughs> right? So because of that, that will you know cause a blindness in our judgment, mm -hmm. whereby mm -hmm. we are just judging religiously rather than righteously mm -hmm. and graciously. Yes. What should inform our our, our decision is actually grace, yes. yeah. right? So when good things come. Eh? Hmm. No, like I know that this thing we used to say, I think we, we also mentioned it is you know Mommy Helly said one thing. He said, if someone mm. have something good and they just share it with you and like, oh no, we are just uh, mm, that one doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah, that, is that, is that what we are chasing? It's not eternal life. <laughs> <laughs> said, there's, there's something wrong with that mind. <laughs> Why? Because where is that thing coming out from? Yeah. Right? Now, good things are not bad. Yeah. Right? Like Pastor Jeff said, it is the process that God is more involved in, mm. right? When you have been processed, right, to a certain degree, you have, like, God, God provides for his children, right? So when God brings good things your way, it's not, don't just say, ah, no, I have to suffer, I have to suffer for Christ. That's not suffering for Christ, you're <laughs> suffering yourself. <laughs> but just imagine naturally as you age, there are things that become uncomfortable, mm. right? If God now gives comfort in a way just to apply it. Many people will judge many things wrongly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is one thought, you know, for example, now we used to help that, you know, you know, massage, you know, do different things. You know, so mind will be thinking, why is this man using these people? <laughs> That's just some mind. Or some, some hands will be like, hey, that they are struggling, you know. Why? Mm. There's, there's absolutely, if, if me, if I have someone that will massage me, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. <laughs> Some people go and pay for that. Yeah. Right? So there is, there is, there is nothing wrong yeah. when God makes provision. Yes, it's just the heart that is that God is looking at yeah. and grace to handle what God is providing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I just quickly want to add something. You know, if you look at the journey of the Israelites, the, like for the first question, um, having quails and meat wasn't part of the plan, but they demanded. You get. So God provided it, mm. but it did damage. Sent leanness. Yeah, it sent leanness. Yes, you, know, you know, sent leanness, meat is supposed to give fatness. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> you get. But the same meat that's supposed to give fatness sent mm. leanness. Mm. So uh, when you use mm. faith towards God to mm. cut short process, and mm. you can use faith towards God to cut short process. Mm -hmm. Especially when your heart does not agree with the intent of God. Yes. Mm. So that's a hard problem. Because God has an intent, yeah. and is that process of him subjecting you into a particular position yes. can um, will actually take out what God wants to. There's, a, there's some, something God is heading for, mm -hmm. and He wants to take it out. That what is subjecting you into is actually the measures, mm -hmm. spiritual measures He wants to use to deal with that issue. Mm -hmm. Now, I, so if I now pray for you that every wilderness experience in your life, I cast it out. <laughs> there's a, you know what's happening. Yeah. You know what's, what is happening to you is that. 
I cut short God's process mm -hmm. using faith towards God. Yeah. So a man must, that's why daddy was now saying that when a man has righteousness mm -hmm. to judge process, he will not use faith towards God to get himself out of God's arrangement. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wow. Thank you so much, both of you, for those wonderful answers. So, Pastor Bukumi, if I can... I can take from your second answer. God is good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good God. <laughs> and he wants to you know, yes. <laughs> he wants yes. things to be good for you. So if things are going well, just yes, thank he him. Don't uh, all things you, to enjoy. Yes. Exactly. Yes. You know, he should prosper and be in health. Yeah. It's good. Thank God for that. Yeah. Okay, um, there was a question from um someone on the WhatsApp group. Yeah. Okay. They said, How do you differentiate your thoughts? Mm from God's thoughts. Okay. That was coming off of your answer okay. that you gave before. So yeah. how, do you, how do I differentiate my thought from the thought of God? From the thought of God. Pr praise the Lord. Um, one thing is, it's not, a, it's not merely a mental, it's not purely a mental exercise. Mm -hmm. uh, the way you can, your brain can differentiate maybe your voice from your voice. Yeah. And all. Uh, yeah. um, it's not, that way, of course, I like the way it was phrased. He spoke about, he asked, how do you differentiate thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. Not voice. So that's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> so, so we, yeah, that's a good thing to speak yes. about. Praise God. Because thoughts, that's where the problem is. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. yes. and the problem with thoughts is that they, they flow into you way faster than even voices. Yes. 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 Constantly. Yeah. So, so it's good for a soul to be able to, to differentiate the, 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 to the thoughts of God. Now, um, in nat naturally, we have, a, we have cognitive ability, um, which is a brain function, which is a body function that also interfaces with our soul, mm. which is the, the, the part of the, 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 our, or the mind, which is the part of the soul that interfaces with our, our body. So that cognitive function, it helps us to differentiate things, to recognize things. Mm. But I believe there is also a, a more spiritual, deeper cognition within the heart. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, more, it's not easy. It's more spiritual. Mm -hmm. It's more invisible, harder to recognize, but it's there. And I think when a believer, um, it's when you're a new believer in the faith, it's, it's largely not developed. Your, I mean, your spiritual cognitive ability mm -hmm. within your heart, mm -hmm. within your soul. It's mostly not developed. So, to be honest, it's actually hard, difficult, almost impossible mm -hmm. for a baby Christian yes. to pick the yes. thoughts of God. Yes. It's difficult. That's why when you get born, you come under guidance, yes. you come under mentorship. leadership, mentorship. Yes. There's a sophisticated provision mm -hmm. to help a baby not to go astray. Mm -hmm. Not just the pastor. There is also even your brethren, yes. mm -hmm. right? There's the way God speaks. God can speak to you. To get one thought across to you, God can distribute instruction through different mm -hmm. yes. ways. Yes. And somehow it, you will, it will to signal you, to move you yes. Yes. a certain way. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times, even God even breaks through when you are a baby believer to literally come to your dream, like I said before, yes. and all those things to instruct you. But that is a sign of babyhood still. Mm -hmm. yes. When, for a mature believer, a mature believer is someone whose cognition or in their soul, in their, the depths of their heart, is, has been so trained and developed. If you know how um, 
those who are a bit tech, who know how about um, artificial intelligence, you know how you, every time you put a search into Google, you are training Google. Mm. Google is constantly trained by the whole world to get better. Right? And so that's the same way God trains. And it doesn't take, there's no, it's not a one-day process. It's by um, the word of God. The, the, the Lord starts by putting you in a safe space where it's more difficult for evil spirits to break into. Right. When it comes to thoughts about where should I should I go to this place? Should I should this person be my friend? Should I marry this person? Should I start this business? Very that's the world of evil spirits. They can easily lead you. Yes. And I can if you're a new believer, big believer, it will be almost virtually difficult or impossible to even distinguish God's will in that yes. area. Yes. So that's why you have to submit. Tell your pastor, oh, I have this thought, too. I want to start this yes. thing now. Should, is it good? Can I do it? And when your pastor now comes and explains to you, okay, maybe you shouldn't do it because of this, this, that. Mm -hmm. Open the scripture or if, if it's, it's necessary, he's training your cognitive ability. Yes. Right. In everything about the New Testament should be enlightening. Yes. It's, it's a world of revelation. revelation and yes. revelation is the training of the depths mm. of men. So that's one thing I want to say too when it comes to submission because people who especially in this part of the world, the, the world has blown our mind. Yes. That, you know, everybody wants to be free and all. Yes. Is that that thing submitting is actually a way that God wants to use to culture yes. the heart. Because there is actually literally no other way when you are a baby. Yes. God has to bring somebody who or has already had stature to instruct. So I would say for someone who's asking that question, maybe you're a new believer or something, that, that's the first thing I would tell you is that you should have a, a good submission structure in mm -hmm. your life yes. to either your pastor, if you have one, to more spiritual yeah. believers, yeah. spiritual brethren mm -hmm. who are around you, right? You, you literally take their words like the words of God mm -hmm. because that is the surest word of God to you mm -hmm. at this moment. Yeah. You might say, hi, this, this pastor is blasphemy. No. Isn't the scripture the surest word? <laughs> the scripture, of course, the scripture is the surest word, but, and that leads to the next point I was going to bring is that when it comes to now practicing personally, learning to hear the distinguished thoughts from the thoughts of God, the safe place that the Lord has created is the scriptures. Yes. So don't try to maybe forcefully interact with God's thoughts out to begin with outside the scriptures. Mm -hmm. You will make mistakes. Yes. Right? Yes. You will start thinking in yeah. one way, you will tangent a certain way. But when you go, try to, if you are looking for God's voice, try to open the Bible and read it prayerfully. If you want to play a message with it, as you're listening to messages, try to read the thing for yourself and see, after a while, you'll see thoughts from, yeah. the, yes. from yes. those scriptures yes. will begin to speak yes. to you yes. from your heart as well. That one, that trains you cognitively yes. on the inside. And so it's a very natural thing. It's not something I can explain, this is how. Mm -hmm. Is that those who have begun to hear God's God. thoughts, recognize it, yeah. is by a lot of just yeah. applying yeah. themselves in a safe way, yeah. and gradually you begin to recognize, wow, God, this is actually right to do this. They say, mm -hmm. why is it right? It's hard to explain. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you know that yeah. this is safe, yeah. right? Because of over time, you have been under the atmosphere of the Spirit, mm -hmm. yeah. and you've been around safety, mm -hmm. and you've been sowing yourself into the world and, and, and keeping the boundaries. 
and uh, you, after a while you will get to, to master the thoughts yes. of God. Can yeah. I add some, something to that? I want to add a scripture just based on what he has been saying. Isaiah chapter 55, uh, where it says, um, Let the wicked forsake his ways, mm. and the unrighteous his thoughts. So it means that there's a link of righteousness to thoughts, yeah. uh, the, or the receiving of righteousness. Uh, and then when you see the uh, book of Romans chapter 1, when it says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, mm -hmm. for it is the power of God unto salvation. It's a specific power for something, yeah. unto salvation. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Yes. So as Pastor Jeff was talking about, the New Testament is a world of revelation. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's the gospel of Christ yeah. that develops what is called the, my righteousness, mm -hmm. God's righteousness. And he linked it to this. He says, my, my ways are not your ways. After he said, let the wicked forsake his ways. And the unrighteous man, his thoughts. Uh -huh. So you, uh, to, it's, an, it's an exchange. Uh -huh. And you can't forsake your thoughts if you don't receive, receive a thoughts. new yes. thought yes. in replacement. You can't help yourself. Yeah. So um, when the, the, in, the, the replacement is to receive my thoughts, which are not your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And the mechanism of that is that New Testament, yeah. which yes. is the gospel of Christ. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and if maybe a person who asks this is saying, okay, you're talking about maybe big decisions. I want to get married or let me, should I go and submit to my pastor? Says, but, I'm, but maybe he's thinking that, I just mean the basic living every day. How do I differentiate my thoughts from God? My answer is that um, try to always have a big picture, right? And you might not always be perfect, but mm -hmm. the big picture should be your current understanding of the will of God, yes. mm -hmm. which in that sense is not too complex in a summary sense, which is to develop your soul to inherit God, oh, yeah. right, your, your growth. So anything, little thing in your life that might seem at loggerheads with that, yes. Yes. know that that could not be in God's thoughts yes. and just take the other way. Yes, oh. yes. Wonderful. Thank you so much, everyone. Yeah. These were very wonderful contributions. I'm going to go to Pastor Femi now because you've Thank been you. quiet for a while. <laughs> uh, Pastor Femi, <laughs> Reverend uh, said something. He said, uh, okay, he said a lot of things. <laughs> he talked about the rock of stumbling, yeah. rock of offense, yes. and then he dwelt a lot on disobedience. Yes, yes. Okay, I want you to maybe just summarize what does it mean to be a disobedient person? Huh. Praise and God. I'm talking a believer. A believer, <laughs> yeah. Somebody who's listening to this word, <laughs> and yeah. they are still disobedient because that's who he, that's who the scripture was talking to. Yes. You know yeah. when he said that um, being disobedient and they, they stumble mm. at the word. Um, <laughs> so what does it mean to be a disobedient fellow? <laughs> Praise God. Um, being disobedient, uh, you know, Reverend said something yesterday that really touched me. He said, when you bring the rock towards a Christian, you can separate who is a lake material from who is joining towards righteousness. Now, what makes a man, what, what makes us to differentiate the type of man when you bring the rock? Now, that rock is actually a life okay. that you are presenting, you get. Because um, is, maybe you are, you are presenting a, a thought to you. Let's, let me use, Holy, the Holy Spirit is bringing a thought to you. How you differentiate somebody that loves God and someone that does not love God is, is reaction to that thought. Yes. So, a, someone that does not love God, we disagree. 
you have arguments against it, mm -hmm. and it will, it will, it will, it will not uh, align with the thought. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, but something that lost God at the entrance of that thought, soberness is the first yes, thing. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? He wants to receive it, even though he might not be comfortable with him. He he wants to receive it, and even put it to consideration at the yes. beginning. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay, let me even put this thought to consideration. Mm -hmm. But you, a, a, a man that so disobedience in itself. Is a nature inside that the uh, thoughts of God comes to fight. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So a man that holds on to him, um, what will I say? For a man to be disobedient is that a man does not actually love the thoughts that God is bringing to mm -hmm. him. Do you get? Yes. Thoughts of God many times are not comfortable. Mm -hmm. Do you get? Actually, one of the things that the thought of God does to a man is that number one is First makes you vulnerable. Hmm. You will see the you you literally as you are, as the thoughts are coming, you are seeing the negative side of it first. Yeah. <laughs> how what how is going to position you? Disadvantages of how is going to what is going to happen after you obey these thoughts? Yes. How people will view you after you obey these thoughts? Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So those considerations you put together will give a disobedient mind a reason not to obey the thoughts. Yes. Do you get? Yes. But a man that loves God, if those considerations are there. But a, a regardless, he agrees. Mm. Now, you know, talk, just, um, Paul says something. He said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. For him to say that, they must have presented shame to him. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Many times when the thoughts of God are coming, first thing that fear brings to you is the shame that he might present after you, are, after you obey the thoughts. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So a disobedient man is a man that refuses God's thought on a consistent basis. Yes. When God is bringing his thought, yes. he refuses it. He refuses to align with it. Yes. You get you because truly, truly, they are not comfortable. But we receive them because we know that that is actually what will profit us. Yes. So a man that is is a nature in a man that does not want to agree with God, yes. that does not want to submit. Let me use the word submit. Is not submitting to God, mm. to God's judgment, to God's intent, mm. to God's thoughts. Mm. That's a disobedient man. Mm. And that kind of man, there's a way they separate him. He will never see the kingdom. Mm. He will never, they will not even to enter. Wow. He will not see it. Because he said, no adulterer, no, um, mm. no disciple man, as inheritance in the kingdom of Christ yes. and of God. Yes. Praise God. Mm. Thank you so yeah. much, pastors. I think that's our time yeah. for today. Um, we, we know that we have Mommy Healing coming yeah. up very shortly, so I know that a lot of clarity is yes. going to come. Yes. But thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we will see you next year, maybe. <laughs> God bless. Bye-bye. <laughs>